Test, test. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 147 of NASCAR Radio. We're trading cards and racing meat. I'm your pal Val. With me is the man, the myth, PSA, and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. How are you today? I'm feeling left and right. That's great. I'm glad you do. <laughs> <laughs> I may be right, but I may be wrong, too. <laughs> Could be. We have a well. We'll say we have a quick show for you today, but it's usually the kiss of death, and that's the hour and a half show. But anyway, so try we're recording early. Try to get this podcast YouTube out earlier, and we got a we're going to talk about racing recap. We had a few NASCAR races this past weekend. We are going to do some news nuggets. We're going to cover NASCAR or NASCAR. How about racing wax? The state of racing wax is this good time? To maybe pick up a few few odds and ends, and then also King's Court. So sounds like a wiener. Sure does. All right, let's get some uh, shout outs here. Just want to thank our sponsor, Panini America, of course, and also shout outs to used to be fast Kyle Katz and Michael Haggard for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. Uh, Michael uh, was mentioned he lives close to Chicago, so hopefully, or to the show, so hopefully we'll see him at the National. Me and Logan will both be there. And then Used to Be Fast was touched my heart there. Talking about the Panini Instant, how uh, they need to bring that back. I totally agree. Love the Panini yeah. Instant. I think uh, Panini's missing out here for cards to commemorate at least cup wins, first cup wins. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's uh, let's uh, move into the racing recap. The truck drivers were off Craftsman Truck Series, but next race is going to be race number thirteen. That's going to be the Rackley Roofing Two Hundred, and that's going to be at Nashville Speedway Friday, June twenty third at eight p.m. Eastern. We'll see if you're there, Logan. I may be there. I don't know. I'm definitely going to the Cup race. Who knows? Okay, moving over to the Xfinity Series race number fourteen. That was the DoorDash 250, and that was Saturday, June 10th at Sonoma Raceway. Eric Amarola was our winner. Highest finisher rookie was Sammy Smith. Man, I thought Kyle Larson was going to get that until he tagged those tires. And Well, I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's like all of a sudden his car just kind of like, boom, shot out there. Yeah, he, he broke those tires, and it just it sent him straight out, and... It was pre- he was he was pretty much toast at that point. He wasn't going to win. He was well, catching Almarola. Yeah, so. I thought there was going to be a you know a big thing there at the last few laps, but uh, just yeah, it wasn't enough for him to uh, catch back up. So, but Eric Almarola with the win. Let's see, Eric Almarola cards. Yeah, I didn't have that on my bingo card at all. <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> did. I think that's like the. Uh, NCA uh, men's final four bracket there. Yeah, that's slippery rock winning winning the championship. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Eric Amarola, two thousand and seven. There's the press pass signings. Also in press pass top prospects. The the two, uh, cards on the right. There's a few different ones. There's sheet metal, tire, gloves, shoes. Tire, uh, different levels, silver and gold. And then the one I really like is the tire and the autograph numbered out of 25. That's one on top right. 
Yeah, that's actually pretty cool when you think about it. It's only numbered out of 25 with the autograph. That's And you don't see that, at least you didn't see that very much back in the day with autographed tire cards. Yeah, I, I snagged one of those a few years ago. It wasn't very much. But to your point, it was like, just stumbled across. I was like, man, out of 25. Yes, please. So 2007 tracks. That's the one in the middle. Base card, only, only real base card for him in 2007. So that's card number 37. There's a gold version. Hollow foil, number to 50. Red, number to 10. And the eBay preview, numbered out of five. And then on our left is the 2007 Wheels American Thunder. Thunder Strokes. And there's a few. Well, there's actually one unnumbered autograph there. And then the four printing plates. Sweet. So not, not a lot of Eric Amarola first cards. No, there's not. And then a highest finishing rookie, Sammy Smith. Okay. Yeah, I like with Sammy. Yes. 2022, a Dunruss base card there, rated rookie, all the different parallels, also in the signature series in Dunruss 2022, Panini Chronicles. Clear Vision, Clearly Dunruss, Obsidian's Obsidian Signatures, Spectra, Stars and Stripes, XR, XR Autographs. And then moving over to 2022 Panini Prism, number 40, oh, number four, with all the parallels. Also with Sensational Signatures, all the parallels in that. And then 2022 Panini National Treasures. He came in at position nine, I think it was. Yeah, he did great. Um, mm. Of course, you had that Donruss rated rookie card with Sammy Smith and that guy. That guy, yes. <laughs> uh, Somebody that tell guy. us who that is. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. All right, next race for Xfinity, race number 14. That's going to be the Tennessee Lottery 250. At National Speedway, and so it's going to be Saturday, June twenty fourth at three thirty p.m. Eastern. Yeah, everything's after Father's Day. Yeah, everybody's off this week. Yep, for NASCAR anyway. All three series. Moving over to the Cup Series, that was race number sixteen. That was the Toyota Safe Mart Save Mart two three fifty. That was Sunday, June eleventh at Sonoma Raceway. Martin Truex Jr. was our winner. Highest finisher rookie was Ty Gibbs at position 18. I thought Kyle Busch was going to catch him, but just didn't have enough for him at the end. No, not enough time. I mean, Kyle Busch had some great pit strategy, so it worked out well. It got him up front. Um, he, he ran up he ran up front for a while, and then more pit stops and everything. He lost that position, but he did great. Martin Truex Jr. did very well. I'm proud of for him because, you know, last year, uh, especially in all the road course races, except, I think except for maybe the Roval, um, the Toyotas were like night. They, they were night weren't even there. They were not even a factor in those races. I think the highest finishing Toyota last year was like 18th, something like that. And uh, this year it's complete turnaround. So go Toyota, me happy. <laughs> Martin Truex, we haven't, I guess we haven't talked about him in a few weeks, months. So I guess maybe when we were looking at the NASCAR 75 greatest drivers, which he is one of those. He has cars in 2004. 
It's a press pass signings. The 2004 press pass. Dale Earnhardt Jr. There was it five cards in that set that he's in there. And then the parallels with the blue, bronze, and gold. 2004 press pass Optima with the parallels for that. Not a lot. Beckett sample, eBay preview to five, and the gold number to 100. Stealth, kind of the same thing. Base card, Beckett samples. There are no boundaries, insert, and then the X-ray number to 100. There's a the track side. Yep, lanyard and no lanyard. Yep, which is the ID, uh, the yellow lanyard uh, in his in the background to the right, the guy with the white shirt with the yellow lanyard or without. Yeah, I don't think that's a very well-known variation. I don't think people really know about that because I remember it's been several years ago. I bought a whole bunch of Martin Truex rookie junior cards from Burbank and they just sent me a stack of, I think I ordered like 10 and there was like, you know, both of these cards were in there. So they, did, they didn't even know. Yeah. I mean, if, unless you pull out the price guide or whatever, you know, back in the day, they had these variations and, Probably not a massive amount of difference in price, unless you're, you know, looking forward to trying to make that set. But to your point, yeah. we're almost talking, you know, 20 years ago. God, <laughs> does that make <laughs> you feel old or what? But Dagnabbit. Yeah, well, you know, Kyle Busch is in that 2004 as well. So yeah. Anyway, so that's the track side, and let's see, I know I got more slides in here. Here's some more. Uh, there's no boundaries to the right. No, that's a stealth. Sorry, the track side to the left there, and then the high gear, high gear autographs. I think that's all the Martrix Juniors that we have slides for. So that's it. But there's a few 2004. Yeah, I like the Oreo card from Optima. I like when he's wearing that Oreo uniform. I, that's yes. That's my favorite card of him. <laughs> Mine as well. I know I have one of them signed in black Sharpie. It looks nice. Oh, sweet. I need to get it authenticated uh, mm -hmm. in, in, in slab. So, and then highest finish rookie, Ty Gibbs. TFG. Yeah. 2020 Chronicles. In the Crusade. Crusade autographs, Phoenix, Phoenix autographs, score, score autographs, Spectra, and then 2020 Prism scripted signatures, no base cards there, and the parallels for the 2020 Prism scripted signatures. Yeah, I'm not even going to say it. I was going to say, play a match game, see if you can get two with the same looking signature. <laughs> Two of these cards are not like the others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to find a match. Anyway, um, next race in the Cup Series. Race number 17. That's going to be the Ally 400, also in Nashville Super Speedway, Sunday, June 25th at 7 p.m. That's a Sunday night race, huh? Yes. That's the only thing I don't like about it. It's going to be late. So, there's some good things and bad things. The good thing is we're going to go early and I'm getting some white castles. 
Nice. The, the bad thing is, is it's going to be late. I'll be like three o'clock in the morning, probably getting home. Or two, <laughs> two or three in the morning getting home. So that's going to suck. Also, having eaten those White Castles earlier in the day. Well, my son will be with me. He'll he'll get to enjoy it too. <laughs> the, the stages are the end of lap ninety, end of lap one eighty five, end of lap three hundred. So, well, you guys be safe. Yeah, it'll be fun. Oh, it'll be a blast. I'm sure. Moving over to the Formula One, they were off, but unlike NASCAR, they are racing this week, and they're going to be at the Grand Prix of Canada in Montreal, and that's going to be Sunday, June 18th at 2 p.m. Eastern. You realize that even though they were off, Max was still on the pole, and he led most laps and won the race for being off. <laughs> yes, he <clears throat> yes he did. Okay. And then moving over to the IndyCar series, they were off. And they are racing June 18th at 12 p.m. Eastern. And that's going to be the Grand Prix of Road America. And that's Road America in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. I like that track. Road America, that's a cool track. Looking forward to uh, some races there on Sunday. And that's yeah, we'll it. For... Was that? So we'll have something at least. Yes, exactly. So we can get some yard work done on Sunday or Saturday and watch the race on Sunday. But that's all for the racing recap this week. Yeah, you know, one quick comment. You, you realize back in the day, NASCAR used to be off on Mother's Day. Right. Now they're racing on Mother's Day and they're off on Father's Day. I don't understand that, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, you know, I guess they did, you know, had all those accidents on something you didn't want your mothers to, you know, their sons to be hurt on Mother's Day. That was always my, you know, kind of thing. But I guess on Father's Day, it's like, hey, all right, we take the Father's Day off instead. Yeah, crazy. Uh, I know There's you want some to logic here somewhere. I just failed to see it. <laughs> yeah, somebody above my pay grade created that schedule. So, mm-hmm. But uh, you want to insert NASCAR news or racing nuggets here? Yeah, I certainly can. Um, I don't know how many of you guys out there watched the 24 Hours of Le Mans or you know, just even kind of followed it or at all, but NASCAR finally had an entry in there after, gosh, years and years and years, maybe the 1960s, I think. But, you know, you got to think NASCAR's car they used to have before they had the next gen car was pretty much antiquated it would have been a uh yugo out there with a ferrari literally but now that they have the next gen car of course now they got a lot of high-tech stuff going on a lot of uh, electronics and things involved in the car so anyway they did compete and it was the garage 56 entry from uh, uh hendrick motorsports and it was the number 24 car of all numbers of course <laughs> But this is from motorsport.com. They said that uh, the car itself ran as high as 27th in the race. And it was was ahead of the entire GTE M field after 20 hours. But then in about 20 hours, they had a driveline failure. And unfortunately, they had to pit, make the repairs. It was like an hour and 20-something minutes for them to repair it. But they did get the car back out. And they finished the race, and they ended up finishing 39th, completing 285 laps at Le Mans, which is cool. The drivers 
were Jimmy Johnson, Jensen Button, and Mike Rockefeller. Of course, we know Jensen Button's a 2009 F1 champ, and we all know about Jimmy. And Mike Rockefeller is a great road course racer, uh, an endurance racer. So they did they did great. Uh, I think Jimmy and Jensen had 97 laps that they ran each, and, and Mike Rockefeller uh, he was in there for 91 of those laps. So they did a great job. Uh, from what I understand, the folks in Le Mans were very impressed. The fans were very impressed because you had all these cars going, ew, 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 and then here comes the NASCAR car, boom, down through the track. So they were impressed with that. They thought it was cool. It got a lot of cheers. I think that says a lot for NASCAR, so maybe we'll see more of that in the future. I don't know, but I, I liked that. thought it was cool. What do you think? Yeah, no, that's great. Hopefully we'll get more entries next year. You know, you got to yeah, start somewhere, right? They're kind of a test pilot, maybe. So yeah, that was they were the only one in their class. That that was their class. You know, the I guess I'm not sure what the class was, but it was some kind of stock something vehicle. I'm, I I I don't have that information. So, but yeah, they were in their own class. They they finished first in their class. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a that's also yeah. a bonus too. If you're the only one um, in that class. You're the winner. So. <laughs> but, you know, they finished ahead of a lot of cars. I think there was maybe 65 or something cars that were entered. Of course, they had a lot of wrecks, a lot of a lot of mechanical failures and things like that. So, you know, that the attrition kind of helped them finish 39th. But they did great. I'm proud for them. And, uh, you know, Check and House was like head of, you know, the entire operation. You know, so I'm sure they, well, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> well, you know, when you say that you know, not for a bunch of guys in the, in the garages, whatever to brag. So I would imagine there'll be more entries next year to try to dethrone them or try to beat that record or whatever. So. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that that, that inspires a lot of other teams to, to make a go at it and make an entry. And like I said, try to beat their record now. Cause that's the record. <laughs> it's a good way for, you know, some of these other drivers, F1, IndyCar, whatever to get behind. Indeed, and totally learn agree. and learn some of these NASCAR cars or whatever. So, yeah, these dang cars with them fenders on them. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So, um, anyway, I thought that was neat. So, I, I'd like if you, anybody's got any comments on that, man, I, we'd appreciate some comments. I'd, I'd like to know what you guys think. So, last week we ran out of time. We were going to talk about <laughs> we were going to talk about the Fanatics break that uh, Tops had or the Tops break or whatever the Fanatics had I guess is probably the better way to say it where you had Michael Rubin and Antoine Griezmann or Griezmann I'm not exactly sure how you pronounce his name he's a soccer player along with uh, David Lear Tops president and they're doing this break of 2023 Tops Sterling baseball. And I know this is not racing, but I just had to bring this up because to me it was just crazy. But but anyway, they Lanier gives Griezmann a box and Ruben a box. That Antoine Griezmann he opens his box up. What does he pull out? But a one of one Jackie Robinson cut autograph. And then Ruben pulls a Mike Trout memorabilia card autographed out of 25, which that in his own self would be a fantastic pull. And my first thought is, 
I think, in my opinion, these boxes were loaded. <laughs> and it's a bad look for Tops. I really do think that, it, that just that is a bad look. And, and reading the comments, I'm not the only one that thinks that. Um, I just wanted to bring that up and see what you think about that, Val, because I just thought it was not very good. So the 2023 top sterling, I was I'm looking out here to figure out how much a box is. So that's basically like blow it has it for eleven hundred dollars a box. Whoa. That's like F1 um dynasty. Right. So I mean they opened two boxes, so like opening two two dynasty boxes, and I get, you know, uh, a Lewis Hamilton. And a Max Verstappen, right? The two best guys, instead of getting, you know, some principal or uh, the guy who, you know, shuttles the stuff back and forth to the plane, whatever, you know. Franz Toast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so they get two boxes and magically they get <laughs> the Jackie Robinson and the Mike Trout. And there's a lot of stuff online about, you know, it's supposed to come with a seal and the wrapping and they don't show any of that stuff. So it's like, you know, especially after the backyard breaks and talking about loaded boxes and being able to trace stuff and and then they're making this video and it just happens to be these two folks and they get these great boxes instead of whatever. So I I don't know. I didn't look at the checklist. I don't know how you know deep that stuff is, but it kind of just I don't know. It, what are the odds of those guys pulling that out of those products and then they're not sealed, not showing the wrapping and stuff like that. So it just happened to film in it and it wasn't a box break. It was like, Hey, we're in this, uh, you know, living room or conference room and it, up in the high tower office or whatever. And we got the celebrity and the, the billion dollar man there. And yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a good look. I mean, the regular guy is going to pull George Springer and Vladimir Guerrero and cards that are like under a hundred dollars, <laughs> you know, but these guys, they pull some big money cards, especially that Jackie Robinson. So to me, it just, it just, again, I think it's a bad look for tops. Um, you know, so, it, I mean, do these it, videos like, will, will these videos in the future need to be, you know, uh, Actual results may vary, or um, <laughs> uh, this is an advertising video, or um, you know, Fanatics is supposed to be getting into box breaking now. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I definitely want to get into the box breaks that Ruben and those guys are doing. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be in the box breaks where uh, you know Jeff's doing them or Bob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jim Bob, Jim Bob's breaks. He. He's going to be the ones with the George Springers and the Vladimir Guerreros and all the lowest. Yeah. And Franz Toast. <laughs> yeah. So does that, let me ask you this, Val. So does that make you have any confidence in Fanatics breaking boxes after seeing this? I, for me personally, that that's not even in my price range, but I'm hesitant to do box breaks. I haven't had good luck with them. Uh, what was it, 2012 maybe? <clears throat> it was early on and I got into a box break and uh, I kind of knew something was up when the box breaks were all eBay auctions and then all of a sudden 
uh, three or four of the auctions were sky high and the rest of them were all low. And then turns out those were the three big cards that got pulled. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. And then also when they did the box break video, it was like daylight out and it was supposed to have been at night or whatever. And I was like, and they didn't mention anybody's <laughs> names that were in the box break. <clears throat> and so, um, I don't know how it was resolved, but then a few weeks later, those big ones cards were up for sale by those box breaks folks. <laughs> That's how I pieced it all together. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not a box break guy. Yeah. I've bought into a few breaks here and there just to get some cards, just have, have a little fun, not spend a lot of money, but, but yeah, you're right. Things like dynasty and Sterling are kind of out of my price range, but, I'm like you. I don't know that I would have the confidence in buying into a high-end break with tops or fanatics because of seeing this. Because you know, it, it makes me think that these boxes can these boxes with these high-end cards can be traced. Apparently, I, I think they're, they they know pretty much at least a geographical region where these cards are going to be, if if not even to exactly who they went to. Uh, you know, I'm, they may prove me wrong, but that that's, in my opinion, that's what I think. No, I mean, I agree. It's, I mean, we, cards have become more and more valuable, right? So years ago, it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, even with like the 89 Fleer, right? The the Billy Ripken, those <laughs> cases, those cases were stamped with a number and it people started realizing, okay, these are the cases that they're in and they can be traced. Mm -hmm. and you know, at least you knew, okay, I was getting that card or not getting that card or what, or the, you know, by the print run and the, the, the line and, and the shift that those things were done. Now it's, you know, at a hot, higher level and the cards are, are not $30. Uh, they could be, you know, $30,000. Yeah. A lot of five figure cards for sure. And even some six figure cards. I would hate to see, you know, hate to think that people would do that, but there are people out there always trying to game the system. I always say it, and I've said it for years. You know, as soon as you think you got this hobby figured out, it changes on you. So there's nothing constant. And I mean, we got new platforms coming out, and whatnot is littered with, you know, breakers on there, and there's whatever accountability and they're trying to fix things. And so, you know, you have fanatics. I don't know if they're doing the whole platform and then people can apply to be the breakers on there, but people are always going to think they can get away with the, with the magic trick sleight of hand and, and whatever. And then you have the, the box breaks and stuff. Now there are legitimate, you know, box breakers out there that are good. They've been doing this for a long time. So it's not everybody's that way, but, you know, everybody has to kind of start somewhere and people are tempted. So, yeah, when, when there's a big money car involved, you, there's a lot of temptation, my friend. There's a lot. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so. So, yeah, um, we'd like to know what you guys think about this, too. And if you want to comment in the comments, let us know what you think. But. 
like I said, Val and I think that uh, it's not a very good look for tops, and it, it doesn't. It's it's just not a good look. I, I don't know any other way to say it. Yeah. So you know, you have the breaking, and then you have fanatics, and then they are slowly building. And the things I don't like is that they're slowly snapping on these other divisions, and there's no uh, separation between like companies. You know, the the Tops makes the cards. They got PWCC, I guess, for the vault and, and other stuff. They're looking, we hear about wanting a grader. So, you know, they make the cards, they grade the cards. They Well, I guess you make the cards, you break the cards, you grade the cards, you vault the cards. Yeah. Right? That's, that's um, the life cycle. And then you sell them. And so I guess they would need, that's PWCC. So back to PWCC to sell them through the auction. So um, they get to squeeze all the juice out of the, <laughs> out of the dollar, out, yeah. of the, out of the product. Don't need to go anywhere else, but fanatics. That's what they want. Um, and it's definitely, there are huge pieces of that that are, that are definitely conflicts of interest. And uh, especially the grading piece, that's, you know, do we grade our cards really good and we grade our competitors' cards like really bad? I, mean, I didn't even think about that. And the, oh. you know, we're not talking about a small market. Uh, mm -hmm. I was reading some of the old uh, Collector's World or one of those, you know, the old early 90s NASCAR. And it was something about Action Packed or whatever. They did had a survey and the market was like $2 billion back then in the 90s. There's no telling how much the card market is worth now. No, uh, I have no idea what that would be, but it's it's an enormous figure. Right. So, so. yeah, I'm, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Yeah, so let us know what you think. Um, you know, with, with F1, we, Tops is in Fanatics are, are in that. Uh, with NASCAR, we're, we're at Panini, so we got some separation right now from Fanatics. So I don't know what happens in the future. And then, of course, IndyCar. Uh, we got Chip Canassi racing. Yeah, which we can talk about next week. Yeah, we will. We got our pack, so we'll break that down. Yeah, next week. So cool. So we want to talk about uh, some wax out there in the field and yeah, what prices look like. Uh, yeah, let me bring up one of the sites here. Let's go to. go to steel city yeah so i was looking at some of the websites and you know racing wax has started to come down back to i guess pre pre craziness levels uh 2022 national treasures 350 uh that came out at what four four hundred four fifty yeah, it was in the four hundred dollar range. Yeah, so it's 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 come down at least fifty bucks. Yeah, Donners is still on schedule for the twenty first of June. The twenty twenty two tops Formula One. The Chrome light boxes at ninety. Uh, the other ones I saw was so the twenty twenty two tops flagship fifty five dollars a box. That's a great price. Yeah. So I might be having, I might need to get a few boxes of those. 
I bet uh, we could so, pick some up at the Nashville, Nashville at the National, cheaper than that. <laughs> you know what? Hopefully they they bring a lot of that product. I, there was a lot of F1 at the National last year for folks who didn't go. Not a lot of NASCAR. There were some, but more F1 boxes and cases. So the. 2021 Sapphire. I think that came out like at 750 and they're at 400. So they're um, getting close to half off on that. Yeah. And then some of the other ones I saw. Okay. So the 2021 Formula One flagship paper, $80 a box. I didn't think that was too bad for the first year. No. And Chrome is still high. Select is still high. There's one good good one for you right there. Certified. At 2016 certified at $80 a box. Yeah, I think you get like two autos out of there and two mem. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, so they're running sales. This is Steel City. Absolute. You only get one pack, but they're $15. That might be on a high side. But the 2017... Panini Dunruss six count blaster box. There are nine dollars. You get one auto or memorabilia per box. Not to mention the base cards too. So <laughs> limit sixty per person. But if you buy them in twenty, you'll get you know um, uh, a blaster case. And for whatever reason, Panini does not factory sale those blaster cases. So. Hmm. But I don't think, you know, the big three, Steel City, and I'm probably going on a ledge here to blow out and David Adams, they don't open those up and weigh them. I mean, they're they'd be there all day because they don't they don't have just a few cases; they have hundreds of cases. So, yeah, apparently when there's a limit of sixty, <laughs> that should tell you that there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, a lot of these sites, I think what they do is they pull only some of their quantity out there so there's no run and they can't totally get wiped out of a out of a product so they only load so much in the inventory we saw that when we did the we bought the 2011 element cases there's only mm-hmm. like one or two or i bought one and then they were out of stock and the next day they put another one out there and i think when you bought one it was out of stock and then yeah. you know there's another one out there so anyway i digress so the Prism and Victory Lane 2019, $15 for a blaster. And then naturally 10 boxes, you get them a little little bit cheaper. But if you're looking for stuff to break, there's not not a crazy price, you know, where <laughs> what we had seen before. No. There's some still high stuff out here, but you, know, you can pick and choose. And, and again, we're trying to highlight some of the some of the stuff this 94 wheels racing high gear this is series one you want series two series two has the earnhardt jr so series one there's no earnhardt jr so be careful with that the 21 formula one blaster 25 dollars last year's blaster box which ran pretty good no isn't that that's a hobby pack oh i'm sorry I thought it was up. I'm sorry. There's a blaster prices around here. Maybe it's on. 
blow out. So some because some of them carry the same stuff, some of them they don't. So right. All right. So that is Steel City. Let me go over to David Adams. Again, they don't sponsor the show, but I noticed yeah. some some deals. Yeah. Well, if they're listening, yeah, they're more than welcome to. Yeah. <clears throat> but. Here's another 2022 Formula One Racing Hobby Box 55. 22 National Treasure 334. So even wow, deep. that's all. That's that's yeah. That's oh, that's two, that's 22. We saw tw- oh 20. 20 it is. Yeah, well, that's what it is. 20. 20 yeah, 20. thank you. Okay, yes. Yes. <laughs> 334. So a little even cheaper. So like I said, I always compare them. Like I said, some stuff does overlap. Some stuff they're the only show in town for. So. That's a 10 box case. Formula One racing 10 blast. Okay, so that's blaster boxes. 2022. 15. 15 wow. Blaster. I thought I was doing good when I found that stuff at Target. At, at, I think it was 1999 or whatever. So that's that's a heck of a deal. Twenty one Chrome Hobby Box 350. Hobby pack, hobby and light box. Twenty-one. So the twenty-one Formula One ten pack blaster box. So that's that's the one I was talking about. That's the one that are loaded. They're still sixty here. Yeah, those those are some of the best blaster boxes I have ever had in my life. Were those? <laughs> they were good. The Chronicles for eighteen. Again, they have you know twenty box case, twenty box cases. You can get a little better deal on that. Dunruss, Prism, Chronicles, fifteen, twenty one, blaster boxes. That's not too bad because they have the down downtowns and some of the other ones. Um, watercolors and all the things in them. There's 2021 National Treasures for three ninety nine ninety five. Yes, sir. So with I a, think you know they were coming out at four or five hundred. So, yep, with a uh, purple wrapper on the outside instead of a checkerboard. Yep. <laughs> well, you know we're used to seeing a lot of these wax. <laughs> Escalate in price or increase over time. NASCAR is kind of the other effect where they usually go down in price. So we're seeing those again. Yeah, even 2020 National Treasures. Look at that. That's 429. That's not bad. You know, if I see any of those at the National, you know, I I may buy buy one of those. All right. We'll have to open it up. Yeah. We we, we can do a, a live video from the National if we did that. There we go. And then we get into some of the other ones. <clears throat> 22 tops Formula One flagship hobby box 55. The Harry Gant cards. Isn't that the one that we're yes. his, uh, I love Harry Gant. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one Tim Mozzie was working on that whole set. Yeah. I saw that too. Yep. So that's David Adams. They have a they don't have a ton of stuff. 
and then blowout has quite a few and some of the older stuff as well so for that shine coming through and okay uh, 2018 Hobby, Dunruss, 50. Those have the Deegans next in next in line, I think they are. 2017 Dunruss Retail, $25 box. 2018 Hobby, Dunruss, 50. 2018 Certified box, 60. And 2018 Victory Lane, 60. Like you said, two autos, two memorabilia. Yeah, I like I like the 2018 Victory Lane. I like the hobby, the the blasters. Usually, what you got was a memorabilia card of like a truck driver or somebody in Xfinity. You never, it was rare to see anything good come out of the blasters that year. So that was but, that was my experience. Right, but yeah, so I wouldn't do the blasters, but I think where you're going with the hobby box or hobby case, half case, eight box case. Is you have that prime patch. A lot mm -hmm. of those half cases have a prime patch in them. They're not guaranteed, but I've seen more come out of them than not. Agreed. And they're and not only that, those patches are spectacular. They're beautiful patches. So if you if you can pull one, you've done something. They're great. So kind of some of the same. Yeah. Stuff where am I want to get to? Same as it ever was. Four fifty for twenty twenty. I think it's on another page. Twenty nineteen victory lane. Uh, twenty eighteen prism hobby one seventy five now coming down a little. Mm -hmm. And the twenty eighteen certified. Those, those white sparkle packs have not really come down. They're still expensive. Are they? Yeah. 2018 Prism Blasters. That has that camo three card or four card camo pack. 20 bucks. That's that's a normal price. That's, that's, that's where it should be. Yeah, so you, you know, people are hunting those Deegans and that some of those parallels, and then a twenty box case is at four hundred, so it's about still the same, about twenty dollars. And select, I'm not a big select for person, but they're about fifteen twenty box case for three hundred, so it's like fifteen for a select blaster. Yeah, and those torque blasters are not bad. Seventeen ninety five for a torque blaster. Twenty seventeen, okay. And then here is the twenty seventeen Panini Donors Racing Blaster Box twenty box case for one forty. Man, that's a stock up and save moment right there. That is now. Usually, <laughs> when it gets down to like, well, back in the old days, you can pick those up for like five dollars a blaster on like Black Friday, but you're you're sitting at like seven dollars a blaster. For twenty, and then here's a retail twenty box for five hundred. There's a little, little more retail box for twenty five. Let's see. I'm not a big fan of twenty fourteen. No. Two thousand and twelve ignite sixteen pack retail. Now I'm a fan of of the element. 
2011 Press Pass Wheels Element Hobby Box for 75. That's got that solo, yeah, silver pack that could have a Chase Elliott auto. Yeah, I, I I think that's one of the better buys out there for sure. You should watch this you know, around Black Friday if they drop. But usually I think, I don't know if they were sitting at $95, but they've been 75 on sale here and there, so not a bad. You get one, usually one Chase Elliott base card, possibly two. Also has an auto and a mem- memorabilia, I think, in it as well. So, But it's great to see all these sale prices for Steel City, David Adams, and Blowout. So, again, just kind of if, if you're not watching those sites, I visit them like once a week or whatever to kind of see what's going on. And I notice all these sales and uh, we've, it's been a while since we've had a release. We don't know if Doris is going to push it so far. It's on track, but at some of these prices, you might want to stock up and save. Yeah, for sure. It's like what Val says that, you know, NASCAR is still affordable. It's, It's still an affordable thing to collect. And this proves that right there. So if you, if you're just a collector, like we are, it's great times to be a NASCAR card collector. Yeah, I might pick up a case, a blaster case of Dunruss there for 150. Yeah, I mean that's you know these days that's kind of chump change almost. Yeah, I mean 20 bucks. That's a that's a few sittings and that's a a fun break. So. Yeah, and you'll get a couple autos out of those. I mean, it's mostly gonna be mem, but you will get a few autos out of it. Yeah, I said it's still not horrible. One fifty. I mean, compared to some of the other stuff, it's still very cheap. So, agreed. But I think that's it. Is that it? That's it. So, yeah, um, it may be time to press play on the the iPod. Uh, let's see. Yes, before we do that, though, oh, I want to give a shout out. I missed this in the shout out, but. To uh, the folks in Australia, Japan, and Germany for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it. Yeah, we've had quite a few downloads from overseas, and we love you guys, and we really, really, really appreciate that. Yeah, and the, of course, the folks in the States, what surprised me, Nebraska is up number two this uh, last two weeks here in Nebraska and Georgia, Illinois. New York and California and South Carolina. So we appreciate everybody listening to the podcast as well. The folks checking us out on YouTube. So, and rumble. Yeah. And you know, it's like what ZZ top says in one of their songs, the lyrics go, we're bad. We're nationwide. Actually we're worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you do the singing. Okay. Well, yeah, you're doomed. (laughs) All right, I guess that's it. Then we'll uh, let's uh, let's play the music. Then got it. Bring in the trumpets. <laughs> All right, it's time for this week's King's Court, and we're going to start out with our honorable mention. This was on the 13th of June. This is a cool card. It's a 
Rare rookie card, it says. One of five super short print rookie patch auto. Chase Elliott, Napa suit. True rookie card. I will argue that. But still, um, they had a $975 buy it now price on it. And guess what? Somebody went, click. Oh, they, bought wow. they bought it for $975. So I wonder if the seller lost, left any money on the table. I don't know. Wow. But that's a that's a cool, cool card. I think that's 20. It doesn't say the year on there, but I think that's a 2020 National Treasures. If I remember correctly. It looks like it. Yeah. So that's a cool card. I've got one of those, but not out of five. I'm just glad uh, I got one. That says 2016. Or 2016. Yeah, what am I thinking? That's first year. It is the first year, yes. I don't know why I thought 2020. It's okay. Very nice. Well, I know and a Chase Elliott 101. So that's cool. All right. So uh, next up is our Joker of the Week. This is on the 12th of June. It's the 2021 Tops Dynasty F1 Antonio Giovanazzi. One of one autographed patch card alpha. Now, what I liked about this and what made it odd to me is it's got a QR code from the racing suit. And that QR code is actually scannable because we scanned it. <laughs> we sure did. Let me through the miracle of of browsing. So check that out. You scan it and it comes up and it gives you a certificate for customization of this fire suit from the manufacturer, which is, I think, what is it? Sparco or whoever? Yeah. But I thought that was neat. I had no idea that such things existed out <laughs> there until until we ran the, bar, the, uh, the QR code. But I thought that was really super cool. That was a cool part about that. But the price, they were asking $749 for this card. It went for a best offer of 400 bucks. So not bad. It's a one-on-one. And it's got the, the barcode and the hologram in it. It does. It's so cool, though. That's I think that's just a cool part of this card. It's so unique. You just don't see that. I'm sure there's more like that out there. But that's that's the first one that I've seen. Yeah, same here. That's pretty cool. So I like that. And it can, it's coming from Puerto Rico. I think that might be my new favorite. Um, I'm not sure if it beats or right behind the zipper. <laughs> yeah, you got to sing for zippers, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move to the next one. All right, our Jack of the Week. This will be our young driver. This is the 8th of June. Ralph Boschung, I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. Super Factor Signature 101 2021 Tops Chrome F1 F2. This came out of Australia is where the seller was. So I'm going to go through all these prices real quick. They were asking $3,500 Australian for this, which that equates to $2,362.15 in US dollars. They settled on a best offer of 2250 Australian which that equates to $1725.58 in the United States. 
So basically $1,725 for this card. It's a one of one. Uh, he's, he's an unproven driver, but you never know. You know, it's still a one of one. It's a cool card. I love one of ones. Uh, the gold looks great. I think the gold looks great on just about anything, but it's a, it's a nice looking card. He, he's kind of got a semi scribble scribble. It looks like it's an RB, but we think. So I got to ask you a question. Do you think it goes for a better price with a better picture? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that photo did it. Didn't do it justice. It's not no. a top loader. It's, I mean, it's in a painting sleeve, but we're talking, you know, fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars here, and it's like on somebody's bed, bedspread here, and we take a po photo of it. I would have liked a few more better photos. I think you would have got a better, better price. Anyway, no, I, I agree. I mean, get you a photo tent, get you some nice lighting, take take more than one picture, and not on on your. Uh, on your bed in your bedroom. Yeah, those photo <laughs> tents, I think you can get them for like 20 bucks now. Yeah, it's, it's totally worth it. I mean, it, it just makes it look so much better. I, I'm with you. So I definitely think, you know, it's a it's a one-on-one, but $1,700 for unproven F2 guy. And um, ungraded. Yeah, this was a buy now. It wasn't, it wasn't an auction or whatever, so I don't. I mean, the seller probably did really well, but um, you know, it could be could be somebody in his family. So <laughs> who knows? It could be him too. So could be. But, yeah, I'm I'm not in that in that league. There, I'm. If I'm speculating, I'm speculating on the two dollar cards. <laughs> yeah, the, the three dollar box that we bought out of last year at the national. I'm going to tell you, so I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to tell you because I didn't tell you about this before. But so I picked up a Kyle Bush rookie 2004. I think it was a stealth. This is numbered out of a hundred, right? There's only a hundred. I paid $45 for it. And I felt like, eh, I was borderline. <laughs> yeah, you're like me. Uh, you know, it's like, oh gosh, I spent $4,500. Did I spend too much? Man, that's a lot of money. No, $45, right? Yeah, 45 bucks. Yeah, for a numbered Kyle Busch rookie, <laughs> out of a hundred, yes, well, I think you did fine on that. I'll, 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 I'll make you feel better. I think you so, did. Yeah, fine. so you know, spending seventeen hundred dollars on an autograph, even though it's a one on one for a unproven. So anyway, let's move. Keep on moving. All right, moving on to our queen of the week. This Ooh. was yeah. Check this out. <laughs> this this is on the tenth of June of June. It's a 2022 National Treasures Racing Haley Deegan Retro Signatures Platinum Blue One of One. Doesn't even say anything about being a redemption in the description. Platinum Blue is that? I, I'd have to look to verify. Not taking their word that it was a one of one. Yeah, I know because it's, notice on there it says cards two. Yeah, card number two. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure about that. So I, I can't. I can't verify that or deny it i i just you know who knows but they were asking 1349 dollars for this which is way too much to begin with but it still went for a lot of money it went for 800 dollars was the best offer whoa redemption that you may never get yes i, I was gonna say maybe 400 but wow 800 
Yeah. So there's some serious Haley folks out there. Uh, I'm not one of them. Me either. All right. So, yeah, I just thought that was crazy that it was a redemption. So next up is our King of the Week. Gee, we never see this card ever. Never. But, uh, no. This was on the 9th of June. It's a Dale Earnhardt Max promo number 99. And it says the subgrades, I guess, from are they on the back? Um, yes. 9595950. It's a it's great. Of course, it's graded by Beckett. And they had a buy it now price of $945. Guess what? Click. Click. They bought it for $945. I think that was a great deal, actually, for that because. Here's what I'm thinking, Val, and, and you, I'll like to hear what you think. You know, you might want to crack that and send it to PSA. I mean, if it got that many nine fives, there's a good chance, I think, that it could cross over to a 10. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, get... centering corners and edges. Uh, centering and corners, I think, are the bigger two for PSA. Surface... I... Maybe I run a black light over it to make sure there's no scratches on it that might get caught by PSA. Otherwise, yeah, you definitely have to crack it. You can't submit it in a slab and try to cross it. Yeah, no, you want to crack it and then send it into PSA. But yeah. that's a heck of a card. It's it's our it's one of our NASCAR glamour cards. But that would be pretty pretty bold. That's something uh, Dustin would do. <laughs> It'd be scary, man. If I just spent nine hundred and forty-five bucks for a card, and I crack it, and all of a sudden a, a piece of the the plastic goes in there and, and hits it and does something to it, or if I mess up a corner or something, I'm I'm crying. So that's a cool card. I know I know we see it almost every week, but that just goes to show you the popularity of that card. Right, that's why it's a glamour card and. You know, it's like 52 mantles. They always trade hands. They're expensive. They always trade hands. They still trade hands. You're right. So, yeah, I love that card. So, and we don't see it in the, in the Beckett slabs very much either. Most of the ones we, we're seeing are in PSA slabs. So, that, that's that's a first or, you know, that, I don't think we've ever had one in a, in a Beckett slab. Yeah, I can't remember the last time we saw one. Yeah. All right. So, next up, our Ace of the Week, which is our one of one. This is on the 12th of June. It's a Richard Petty, Jimmy Johnson, dual auto. I didn't, I never even saw this. It's a one of one from National Treasures. Wow. Yeah, I'd love to have had that card because that's right up my alley. But uh, they were asking $1,700 for this card. They settled on a best offer of $650. Not bad. No, not bad at all. It's 14 championships right there. Yeah, no kidding, man. That's pretty impressive. It's a one-on-one. I love that card. It's nice. Sweet. All right. Last, but certainly not least. Actually, Jim and Jimmy did a good signature on that, not the JJ. Yeah, it's kind of got, you can kind of see the H on Johnson there. Yeah. So we actually cool. tried, to do, uh, tried to do something different. Yeah, I'm curious if Richard did his first and then sent it to Jimmy. It's like, oh man, I can't do just JJ right here. We got Richard Petty up there. Yeah, I got to at least give it a little bit more effort. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our, our highest priced card of the week, which is our Royal Flush, this is on the 9th of June. 
2022 Topps Chrome F1 Lewis Hamilton orange refractor out of 25. It's a PSA 10. And the auto is a nine. Go down to that auto. I want to show you something. Looks like looks like his Sharpie skipped right there. So um, not not good. But anyway, they were um, asking $5,800 buy it now. And this is a, a, a night of guess what? Click. Wow. Somebody bought it for 5800 bucks. So that was uh, that was amazing to me. I do like that, that orange chrome. Yeah, I do too. So that is that is a very cool card. I, I'm not a fan of the auto though. I don't I don't like I don't like that auto. Yeah, because it looks like he skipped. So I, that, I I think that that to me, in my opinion, that detracts from the card. So not not cool, but. Yeah, fifty eight hundred bucks. That's not a bad price. I mean, at a twenty five too. It's not a one on one. Yeah, and we see a lot of these orange cards go for some pretty good prices. They're pretty. They're it's it, it's nice. That's a great with the black in the background. Yeah, the orange there and the red and that black fire suit. It it's a good looking card. It is. It's a very nice looking card. So congrats to whoever got it. Uh, like I said, I just, I'm just not a fan of the auto. I hear you. But uh, that's all we got this week for King's Court. Hope you enjoyed it. Well, thank you. Well, I think that'll do it for this week's show. Appreciate everybody uh, hanging out with us today. Hope everybody has a great race weekend, Father's Day, if you're a father. Yeah, my son's actually inviting me over to his house, and they're going to cook. Hamburgers and hot dogs. No frou-frou food. Just some good old American food, and I'm ready for it. <laughs> there you go. You can watch a little, I guess, uh, IndyCar, maybe. Maybe some IndyCar, yeah. All right. Well, again, for me, Logan, we appreciate you watching the show. Please like, subscribe. We appreciate it. Good. Hashtag skid marks, Ty freaking Gibbs, and hashtag slab fire. So there you go. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. And then we're one week closer to Chicago. Can't wait. Yep. Uh, all right. We're out of here. Let's, uh, let's roll the credits. <laughs>